0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Mark. Special episode today, we will be going through the WWE pay-per-view of Clash of Champions. My name is Andy Jessup, I am your host, and you are listening to The Mark. If you're listening to this, it means that you mark out about something. And today, we're going to be marking out about professional wrestling and WWE for our sins. I have a very special guest with us today, a good friend of mine, Jacob Yuhaz. Who's all the hey, way from... Gone? Where are you from, Jacob? Michigan. From all the way from Michigan. So just down the road here in... Or up the road here in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So, Jacob and I, we have a little bit of a challenge going on. Um, we listen to another podcast. A wrestling podcast called Busted Wide Open. And um, the two hosts do a pick um between the two of them. Where they pick the results of the pay-per-views. And during the big four pay-per-views, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SmackDown, and Survivor Series, they've been opening it up to their their listeners. And at the last uh, pay-per-view, SummerSlam, I happened to get a clean sweep and become their champion. So Jacob threw down the gauntlet to me uh, yesterday um, for Clash of Champions tomorrow. And we thought it would be fun if we not only... Um, did a pickems between the two of ourselves, but if we actually put it on the Tinterweb for everybody to see here and on the podcast. So that's what we're gonna do. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, how are good. you? Good, good. So yeah, Jacob, are you ready for this? Yeah, let's get started. All right, first of all, what's your thoughts on this on this uh, pay-per-view coming up? you any expectations or anything for it?
1: I've always felt like Clash of Champions was kind of a silly gimmick for a pay-per-view. Yeah. Shouldn't you want every championship to be defended on every pay-per-view? So that's kind of my thought. And there has been a few good builds, but this one hasn't been too good. I do think they wrapped up the storylines well, but the storylines themselves weren't that
0: good. Absolutely. And that's my thing. With any of these gimmick pay-per-views is is the... The gimmick itself loses its traction and loses its prestige. Um, Hell in the Cell. I used to love Hell in the Cell being a, a one, one match every few years where it's absolutely needed. Um, now they have to fit, on TLC as well, and now they have to fit, for some reason, WWE have got a WWE, have got to fit a whole pay-per-view around it. But oh, I agree Definitely. with you. Champion, every pay-per-view should have the championships up for grabs whether they change hands or not. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go through and systematically from top from um what WWE have posted on their podcast as top of the card to bottom of the card or bottom of the card to top of the card with our our pickums and kind of go through maybe some of the reasons why we thought x y and z. Um we also haven't had a tiebreaker yet we haven't come up with a tiebreaker um but there is there is going to be a stipulation to this jacob do you want to explain what the stipulation is going to be for the winner and loser of this
1: yes so um when i threw down in the gauntlet i said so the podcast that we listen to has patreon supporters and so you pay you choose to pay a certain tier every month and you get certain perks
0: from them I said, if I lose, I will increase my tier to the fifty dollar tier. I believe you said you will do the same if you lose. Yes, I will do the I will do the same if I lose as well. All right. So yeah. <laughs> so now I kind of want to lose because I want to support them, you know. But no, I I want to become champion, remain champion. So. All right. So first up, we have the Cruiserweight um, Championship. Um, do you watch much Two Five Live, Jacob? Uh, yeah. I haven't watched the last episode. Okay. but I have been watching. So you might, you might have a slight advantage on me for that because I've only started watching it the last couple of weeks. Um, I was at a SmackDown show taping in Columbus a few months ago, and I saw them do. Two or five live, and it was pretty bad show to be honest. Um, it was very boring, um, but that was a while ago. I think it's improved. So at the weight championship, you got Drew Gulak, who is your champion, versus Umberto Carrillo, Excuse the pronunciation, and Lince Dorado. Who you got, Jacob? Uh,
1: I got the champ.
0: You got the champ. Uh, I, yep. I think he's just the only one. I think two pay-per-views ago, mm-hmm.
1: and also they're kind of. I don't think Corio's there yet, although I wouldn't be surprised if he got it.
0: Okay. I think Dorado, Dorado might be there to eat the pin. I can see that. However, I'm going. I'm going completely left field from the beginning here. I feel like they're telling a story with the um, Luchador with the Lucha Party. And splitting them up. And the story that's been told is with Dvari Ali and he was the one who really pushed Lindsay into the titleship, title match. So I'm going to go Lindsay Dorado as a way to break up the Lucha House Party and maybe have him go against Devari at the next pay-per-view. That's, that's my thought. I'm, I'm, I kind of like to go with general story and what this, the next story could be going after. But I do agree. I think Gulak should be champion and could, should remain champion. But I just see a greater story to be told with Lindsay becoming champion and them splitting up the Lucha House Party, which needs to happen because they are a waste of space, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Women's tag team. Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross, speaking a waste of space. Versus Wire, Fire and Desire. Uh, I will go with the again with the champions yeah.
1: retaining. Uh, I just don't think that they have. I mean, they have the tag division up at all, <laughs> but.
0: Can we do that with Nick and Ian Sewers for copyright? <laughs> uh, technically they're copying WWE, so Yeah, true. True that. <laughs> yeah, I got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross as well. I think Sonia DeVille is gonna eat that pin personally. Um I I still think there's a story there to be told with Bliss and Cross, which has to happen, it should have happened. But, yeah, I got to go Bliss and Nikki on that one, too. All right. Tag team time again. SmackDown tag team. The New Day versus Revival. Oh, uh, that's a tough one.
1: Um, I'm going to go Revival just to throw a
0: title change in there. Oh, interesting. I pick New Day, a because I'm a big mark for the New Day, and B, New Day of SmackDown roster talent. Revival a raw talent. Why would they have raw talent win the SmackDown belt? Because, because Andy wildcard rule. <laughs> wildcard rule is going out the window officially soon, from what I've heard. Well, also, also they are probably rumored to having the draft soon. Yeah.
1: So you could just draft them to smack down.
0: Mhm. That's true. But I think right now the roster is you kind of have your set guys on each brand, mm-hmm. but then I think a lot of the
1: other ones are a lot more
0: malleable. Yeah. But then I just want revival to go down to Atlanta to um or to Jacksonville anyway to AEW. But that's just my personal feeling. Half this roster should be in AEW to be honest. They'd be used much better. Speaking I of say being that until Vince Russo gets all of creative down there. <laughs> Well, if you listen to what they were saying about him the other day, I don't think he's allowed within a hundred mile radius of a ring, let alone <laughs> creative. <isn't true. laughs> that guy that guy has ruined Vince Russo, if you're listening, everybody, Vince Russo has effectively ruined professional wrestling in the last twenty years. I mean, a lot of the blame for WCW can fall on him. A lot of the blame for a lot of things can fall on him. Can you imagine Jim Cornette and him running a, a federation? Ugh, <sighs> shudder. Speaking... So, what is the huh? next, uh, what's the next match? I was going to say, speaking of not being used correctly, Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. Uh, this was a I'm tough one. To go with, uh, I'm going to go with The Miz. Yeah just so he can get that cheeky extra uh, I see Tyler
1: rain you know he can lose you know I think Maurice is pregnant like, so he can just drop it the next day on or you know on Smackdown mm-hmm. and then go be with his kids and win it back at Hell in a Cell or something <laughs> I,
0: I I gotta say Shinsuke um, I feel that they've they've just started something with him and Sammy and it looks like it could be good. Why would they start a gimmick only to to change the reason why the gimmick happened halfway through? Because we all know Sammy is uh, opportunist, and he's probably uh, in re- wrestling terms probably after the belt. So why would he? Why would they take the belt off him and have done with that alliance immediately? Plus, as was pointed out, the Miz. Is after that title reign, but or or the record, but I feel like they would make a bigger deal of that immediately off the bat. Like where he doesn't have motivation right now, so if he turned around and said, "My motivation is to get the record," I can understand. But they haven't done that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But to what? Uh, what they were saying on the podcast, I think that. They don't want to bring Chris Jericho's name into it. So they will just wait until the uh, until mm-hmm. he breaks the record. Yeah. To make a yeah, I can I again I can see that. I just I just feel as as though they they've still got more to do with Shinsuke Sammy at this point. Yep. And I I think that the Miz can wait. That they can hold off on that. Again, wait till Maurice is back. It'll be interesting to see face Miz with with Maurice though. Because she was so so good in that heel um, faction. If they bring her back, yeah. Well, she's got her hands full with two of them. Three of them, if you count the Miz. (laughs) 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 I've seen some of that show. I know how it is. All right. United States Championship. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. You're going to go with Cedric? Ooh. I'm going AJ. I, I, I feel like Jay, like Cedric is one of those one and done, flashing the pants right now. Like he's going to get his push, and then he's going to go away, you know? Um, and like you said, I, I feel like the OC need, need something still. If they don't have anything, they can't all be fighting upwards. Not yet. There's still two new a faction to be fighting up. Plus... Plus they need to extend the faction... And just become the new NWO... But that's my personal choice...
1: It'll
0: be the Wolfpack... Because the colors... Wolfpack... Exactly... Yeah... Exactly... You know... Get... Get Finn Balor in... You know... Get a few people in... Um... But... Anyway... That's another story for another time... Alright... Here's where it starts to get interesting... The Raw Tag Team Championships... Seth Rollins... And Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode uh, I'm with
1: I'm with uh, I think it was Nick's line of thinking on this where they retain the belt and then um, if you listen you know the next one but I won't give away my championship pick yet but I'm going bronze
0: and Seth okay I'm going Dolph and Robert I feel I feel that Dolph Ziegler is a mastermind of ring psychology and storytelling and he is amazing at getting under the skin of faces. So he would antagonize them to the point where they self-destruct and the win goes to Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, I can see
1: that too.
0: Yeah. And so Man, our, our picks have been so different all the way through. I think we've only agreed on one so far. Is, yeah, the, uh, the women's tag the, match. Yeah, this is either going to be a bloodbath for one of us. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my word. How have we gone so different? Um, all right. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. The match nobody asked for, but we get anyway. I
1: want to
0: say Rowan by can't, because it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Again. That's just the answer for everything. It's Roman Reigns. All roads lead to Roman. They really do. I'm going Roman as well on this one. I, I had originally picked up Rowan, but I, I've i got to go Roman, because I just feel he's... All roads lead to Roman. I, I don't see where the story goes from after this, whether whether Rowan wins or loses, so... All roads lead to Roman Reigns. That's how it works in the WWE, everybody. right. Now for some super interesting things. The Women's Championships, both Raw and SmackDown. This has got, ladies and gentlemen, this has got some interesting things. Because the four people in it are members of the four horsewomen from NXT. And general consensus is they might reform... Um, to get the, um, the MMA for horsewomen of Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Marino and Shafira. I don't know their last names from NXT together to do something going into the future. How do you see these two matches going, Jacob? Um. Uh. Mm-hmm. And then I think Sasha will beat Becky. Get out of my head. Because that's exactly what I've got. <laughs> I feel like Becky's done. Her time is up. And and she needs to drop. I don't like champion Becky. Champion Becky has been weak ever since Mania. She's much better fighting for something. You know, than sitting on top. And, and Bayley as much as I cannot stand champion Bailey, I feel like there's more to go with that story.
1: Yeah, I also think the reason why Becky specifically is dropping the title is because during Saturday Night Football on Fox, they've been uh, doing SmackDown ads, mm-hmm. and Becky's been advertised for them. Obviously, she's a big star, but why would they advertise her
0: for is SmackDown she that? when she's... Is she a big star? I don't think she is.
1: She's she's one of the biggest women stars, <laughs> at least. Uh,
0: she's
1: on, she's on mainstream wise.
0: Yeah, I can
1: deny that.
0: I can. I she's just, on the
1: ESPN commercials, the raw, the wrestling game.
0: Yeah, I've just never, i just never got behind the Bailey character. Plus, also, it's hometown. That's not, sh- not Bailey. Oh Be- Becky. Yeah, oh yeah, Becky is a huge star. You said Bailey, that's where I Bailey's a big star? What are you watching? No, Becky
1: <laughs> Becky was on
0: Oh Becky's like biggest star they've got right now, for sure. Yeah,
1: and she was advertised for SmackDown. Yes. Something she's going over.
0: Yes. I think so too. No.
1: No, no. Bailey
0: hasn't been big since she was filmed with
1: Sasha Banks
0: the next. <laughs> yeah, they kind of uh, I kinda of want her to come out and push over those inflatable Bailey buddies. Plus, you gotta remember that this is in Charlotte, Charlotte's hometown. No one ever wins at home. And WWE are kind of a little salty right now towards the Flair family. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're not gonna put a belt on her in a while. I think, like, the only person
1: I can remember who's won a title or imagine their hometown was when Rich won won a cruiserweight title
0: Uh, in Baltimore. Yeah and Carmella and um Ryder and Hawkins at Mania true forgot about that yeah but that was the Ryder-Hawkins thing was more of a golden watch type scenario for Hawkins for being such a good sport (laughs) I feel like yeah um, so, uh, what's your next match? Well, we got WWE Championship... All right, men's championship time. The WWE Championship, or as I like to call it, the SmackDown Men's Championship. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. How
1: about you go first,
0: champ? Yeah. All righty. I'm going Kofi. I have to go Kofi. I I really feel... Two things are gonna happen. He'll either drop a hell on the cell to Randy, or he'll go all the way to Mania. Give him a year run, drop the belt, retire. I feel like I feel like we've when they gave him the belt, it was it was a golden watch moment. It was thank you for your service. But the more they do it and the more people they, they put and the people they put with him too, Ziggler, Samoa Joe. It's been more of a, we need to solidify him as a champion. Randy Orton is his best friend outside of the ring in in backstage. They're they're like real close friends. Randy Orton, the the performer, was pushing for him to, along with Daniel Bryan, to be part of this, in this push from the beginning, from from Elimination Chamber. Orton asked for this. Orton's going to put Kofi over because Kofi needs to be solidified as a champion. I gotta go Kofi, and I gotta go Kofi clean on this one.
1: I was thinking the same thing. Not, not exactly the same thing because I don't think he's retiring yet. Yeah. Although I wouldn't be surprised, but I have to go Kofi because I feel like you have to... Re- the storyline that they've been telling is Kofi getting redemption From Randy Orton, all those years. Now I think you can have it where he ends that losing. Now I think maybe you could have it where he wins clean, and Orton still goes after him, and that leads to essentially like a rubber match, I guess, at Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I don't know if it was you or someone else pointing at how do you keep this going to hell on the cell without it getting boring. That's that's the only thing I can't get get around. I mean, those two are created creative enough to make it happen. Um, but I I gotta go, Kofi. I have to. All right. Last but not least, Universal Twizzler Belt, Seth freaking Rollins. ...versus Braun Strowman. The jam belt. The what? The jam the belt. The j- jam belt. Yeah, the Twizzler belt. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, man, that was such a match killer. When they brought that out and the crowd was just chanting the whole time... Done the rollins Bower match.
0: Yeah. Why Why can't... I gotta go uh... Why can't they just bring back the heavyweight championship... I mean it's a beautiful belt for one. I mean I get they want branding and everything. But anyway. AEW do better belts, everybody. Better belts to AEW I right, I gotta go uh
1: braun.
0: Yeah. I I have to. I'm 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 in agreement. we're in we're in complete agreement for the main for the main eventers. And then Complete polar opposites for the other. So our night's gonna be over halfway through the show. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta go board, Strowman. Um again, just like his fiance, Becky Lynch. Did you know they were dating him and getting engaged? No, I had no idea. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I wish they, Michael Cole would have said that. Yeah, I know, right? Wish wish it was mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, it was on uh Think I think she mentioned it very briefly... In passing on that Stone Cold thing... But... Much like... His... His uh, squeeze... His title reign has been uninspiring... Get it off him... Give it to, to Broad... Let's have some fun with it... You know... Let him... Give it over to... Bray Wyatt... At Hell on the Cell... Although I don't think... Bray should be anywhere near that until WrestleMania, but that's my point. That's my my view. But you know, it's got to be Braun. Get it off Seth. Let Seth drop down to the mid card and have some fun with Braun.
1: What well, I think is going could happen. As much as I want Braun to have it, I could see Seth retaining, but then Bray going after Braun because I think beating Braun in the Hell in a Cell match.
0: Well, I think just more solidified The
1: Fiend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm still going to go bronze though. Yeah. Because I want, a, I want a monster champ
0: that actually shows up. <laughs> right. Although, he like said it does make sense, and it did enter my mind today. That, that Easter egg he dropped in that last Firefly Funhouse where he said, or this week, or I think it was last week, actually, where he said, friends don't betray each other, friends never forget. I really think that was Bray Wyatt saying referring back to that Royal Rumble event a few years ago when Braun had left him and he tried to get Braun back into his influence and Braun tossed him out. You know? And I feel like yeah. I feel like whatever happens we're getting Braun versus Bray at, at in a hell on the cell. Now I don't want Seth... I don't want Seth. I don't want... I don't want Seth anyway. I don't want The Fiend anywhere near that belt. And it would be better if it wasn't. But I... I gotta go with Braun. Yeah, I agree. So... Especially if they lose... The... The tag team belts as well. I just... I just feel there could be... Something in that. If Seth loses both of them that night. You know? Yeah. So... But all right, so that was fun and interesting, everybody. Um, definitely <laughs> gonna be an interesting night tomorrow night. Um, if you're listening to this from the Busted Wide Open podcast, let us know your views. Give us ideas for a tiebreaker because we still haven't really come up with a tiebreaker yet. Let us know and we can figure that out. Um, if you're listening to this in general, thanks for what- listening as always. Keep an eye out on Twitter and Patreon in the next few days. There will be things coming up um, for that and also a YouTube channel. There will be regular recordings on YouTube. I will be um, I will be going over the Rugby World Cup um, probably daily. So that's going to be fun and interesting. If you don't like rugby, if you don't know anything about rugby, come listen. It will be fun, especially when I record it at 4 a.m. in the morning um thank you very much jacob for dropping in today i really appreciate your help thank you in going forever. through that absolutely it was a pleasure um and uh i look forward to seeing your um commiserating um stepping down speech on monday i look forward <laughs> to seeing yours on Monday. yes All right, everybody, y'all have a good night, and we will catch you next time on The Mark.